Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers and cults. cults. Oh my God. My name is Emerson. My pronouns are he, they. My name is Tony. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? like went to Olive Garden <laughs> and it was me my mom my sister my brother and you I came out of Olive Garden that's the fucking gayest thing I've ever heard <laughs> I know I don't understand how this radio thing works like is it I don't know <laughs> absolutely not Welcome to It's Our Turn, Queers, Queers and Cults. My name is Aiden. My pronouns are they, them. Hi, Aiden. My name is Tony. Oh, my pronouns are... <laughs> Don't be so excited. God. <laughs> my pronouns are he, him. Um, and this is a show we do. <laughs> this is why Sometimes. we're here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a show where we talk about our religious trauma and talk about toxic religion and uh, religious trauma and how we've survived that, overcome that, moved on from that, or how we have not moved on from that. Uh, we usually make wildly inappropriate jokes um, that mm -hmm. are absolutely hilarious. We don't do that here. <clears throat> and Tony usually uh, tests the limits of what is acceptable to be said on air. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. So, <laughs> buckle in. We're going on a sleigh ride. <laughs> Would you like to rub one out first <laughs> before we start? Yes, as I as I said, as I <laughs> sorry, I to say no more. Yes, <laughs> it's just the words rub one one and out out. Yes, <laughs> as as most sentences work, that is. A that is a structure. That is how sentence structure works. So I would like this mic to be a little higher. I'm sorry. Um, there's nothing I can do about okay, that. Okay, you know what I'll do? Just lower your fucking chair. Thank you. Wow. We don't claim to be geniuses here, people. <laughs> <laughs> Just traumatized and funny. <laughs> well, traumatized. And only one of those things are consistent. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Funny. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> So we are going to talk today about um, kind of like a mixture of a couple things. Uh, I didn't mention this to you before because I kept forgetting, but I did kind of want to maybe mention 
the drag show that was coming up that we had to cancel and then why we had to cancel it and kind of discuss that because mm-hmm. I think that's something that would be noteworthy to discuss on this on on this um, platform. Um, and we we're going to talk about, and we may have mentioned this before, so we apologize if we repeat ourselves, but um, we have uh, mental trauma, so we can't remember anything. Right. Yeah. So uh, we were going to talk about... Um, can't remember um wait but the like, holidays oh yes. right today holidays Chris- and like how it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> and how it's just you're just constantly assaulted by the fact that like everyone has the perfect family and everyone has the perfect relationship and, and you, like what society expects of, yeah of people during the holidays and what they throw yeah. at us yeah which is usually not enough men <laughs> uh, you just know, kidding. just people, partners, not just when men. you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I always feel particularly like frustrated and bummed out that I'm not in a relationship around. Like the rest of the year, I'm fine. Like it, you know, it comes and comes and goes, and I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> nothing comes, but <laughs> or goes. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna come. Oh uh, uh, wow. Yeah, okay, but it's so. always like it feels like it's, um, it's like an unnecessarily unnecessary reminder, or it's almost like if it, if it, it's almost like if if Christmas, if the season wasn't if you weren't so accosted by all of these you know, reminders of relationships that I wouldn't even remember that I'm sad, you know, or maybe I wouldn't even feel sad. I almost wonder if it's like created. You said unnecessary reminder of your loneliness. Yeah. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Or your, 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 yeah. Yeah. An unnecessary reminder of my, the fact that I'm alone and have been for the last decade. Yeah. Your existential grad grief. Greg? Greg? My existential what? Greg. Greg? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If I found a Greg, they would probably be existential <laughs> for sure. I, I could use a Greg. <laughs> like for... a Trex like, you know what I'm saying? I'll take like... a Greg for 500. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd take a Greg for 250. Let me... <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> uh, Not during the sip. <laughs> God. Yeah. So, how does. um. In what ways does this season enhance your depression, Tony? <laughs> oh, so first of all, anytime it gets colder, it's like automatic. Oh, you know what's so funny? I fucking love the cold. Really? Yes. I got home last night. My heater hadn't been on all day. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very pure. <laughs> um, and it was fucking like 53 degrees in my house. Yeah. And because there's no insulation. There's no like you can see the light of day underneath my front door. And I was so happy, like put on a sweater, put on sweatpants, like snuggled up with my big, huge, fluffy blanket uh-huh. and watch TV. Oh, yeah. Made me so happy. You know what I hate? Being hot. I know you complained about it all summer. I know. I do. You're like, I'm fucking hot. I hate it so much. <laughs> I'm it sweaty. It makes me so cranky. <laughs> I'm sweaty in all the cracks and crevices. And I'm and... happy as pale. Yeah. Well, because you're. You don't have as much padding and insulation as I do. I do, too. No, you don't. Uh, well, not as much as you, but I have padding. I'm not talking <laughs> about your jacket. You Wait. 
I'm talking about your body. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying it is. Like, like I get warmer because there's more insulation around my organs. <laughs> around my organs. <laughs> you know. Um, I just run hot on the inside and the outside. Mm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you probably have a temperature in your hospital. <laughs> I don't listen. The sarcastic, <laughs> the sarcastic mean persona mean. is my job. That's my yeah, job. It is. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, get back on topic. Oh, so what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, depression. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a great segue for like, it doesn't matter what we're talking about when we're like, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, trauma. Oh, yeah, self-hatred. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, depression. Okay, cool. Like it would get us back on whatever track we were on at any given time. That's a good one. That's funny. Okay, so (laughs) depression. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Your contributions are just (laughs) invaluable. How have we, how has this program existed without you? (laughs) (laughs) So depression. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah, no, it it definitely gets worse around uh, the holidays. So, so genuinely going back to what you said, Mm -hmm. it getting colder does. Yeah. I think it's like a triggering thing because, uh, you know, when it gets colder, you know that the holidays are coming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it it all just kind of like comes together in one little Perfect little package that says yeah. "get fucked" <laughs> on it. <laughs> and here you oh, go. honey, I wish, sweetie, I wish I had a package that said "get fucked." <laughs> Let me tell ya, you, if I had a package fucked. of a Christmas ticket that said "get fucked," mm, I wouldn't be complaining. Now would I? <laughs> oh wouldn't have to do this wouldn't podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bless your heart. No, but that's that's valid. Seasonal, um, seasonal affective. Disorder, seasonal depression. Yeah, it's like it's called like seasonal affective disorder. Fucked up disorder. Would you the, say? I, no, seasonal affectiveness disorder or something like that. Seasonal fucked up. Disorder. But it's uh, okay. The acronym is sad. There's a point. Oh. But it's legit. It's like when the days get shorter and the nights get longer. I don't know if that's it's okay. Um, and there's like it gets darker earlier and Thanks it gets for colder. Explaining that to me. It was like it's like the words of a song or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, it was funny in my head, and then I realized the reference would have been obscure, and so then I just laughed and tried to pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. But it really does affect people that like when it gets colder and darker, it just brings on depression. You yeah. know, yeah. seasonal depression. Yeah, and like the plus the whole society. Um, uh, push on be with your family, uh, be with your loved one, your relationship, cuddle by the fire, and watch Hallmark. Fuck, seriously. It's so irritating. I haven't, like, it. it is really frustrating, and it really, like, you know, I'm, I, I feel like, I'm just sorry, I just go from cold to hot. I'm having hot flashes. I go, oh, I'm stuck. Sorry, cut. Wow, okay. Uh I'm dying. This is this is it's the end. 
We, <laughs> give us a moment, ladies and gentlemen. We have an issue. Put your straight voice away. No one wants it here. Yes. You, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Shit. Shit. Oh, I feel like I worked the rest of the year, like, you know, being like accepting, you know, like my situation and like working, like I'm okay being by myself. And it's, you know, like you go through wedding season and you're like, oh, this is a bummer. And, you know, like you go through all those other things and it's like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And then you get to the holidays and just everything. It's this like. Well, you were just saying well, last night um, how like all all these movies, there's always like this, the loved one that you fall in love or, you know. Get along with your family, rekindle. Yeah, there's always relationships there's and that unrealistic like that. expectation. It's very unrealistic of like your family, like, um, oh my gosh, you know, like for queer, oh my gosh, we can't handle this. This is inappropriate. And then the mom's like, but sweetie, they're our daughter, and that would do anything for them. And then the the mean dad is like. Okay, here's a present, and then everything's fine, and you're like, nope, that's not what happened. That's not reality. And then they have a wonderful Christmas together, you know. God. Or they have like some big Christmas blowout. Yeah. And you're like, that's just Tuesday. Like, that's, just... that's not even like a big thing, you know. They're like, oh, everything's over. My family hates me. I'm like, I love how at the end of like every movie they're, of a holiday movie, they're like surrounded at a table eating and they're laughing and like together, together at last. And then that one family member, the wayward family member, probably us, comes in at the very end, and everybody just starts sobbing and crying, and they start hugging, and it's like, oh. Yeah, that wayward family member that comes in shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Ready to tell Let's... off their, 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 their Aunt Karen, who, you know, was a bitch to them when she was, there, when <laughs> yeah. she was, when you were little, and look <laughs> here, Karen. You took my you Pokemon never... cards when yeah. I was 12. I remember that. <laughs> I don't care that you got a gay hairstylist you're still homophobic <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and karen and i slept with your justin pastor. is gay <laughs> i fucked him last night you know <laughs> justin just... is gay yeah her hairstylist huh i was building up a oh oh i justin, see her hairstylist <gasps> that she goes to That'd be a gay. beautiful story you should write yeah. that oh yeah that aunt karen the homophobic one goes yeah. to justin the hairstylist who I fucked the night before, mm -hmm. and then we both show up to Christmas married. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's how it happens in Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you went to Vegas. <clears throat> Love that. Yeah. I'll write it. You can play the part of Justin, but we'll we won't have to like intercourse. No, we'll just like fade to black, like any good Hallmark movie. No fade sex. to black. No sex scenes. Oh. You know, fade to black. Then you go to the next scene. Oh. Have you ever watched a movie? Hallmark? I try to stay away from that. Yeah, those are awful. There is that good... So, you know that Netflix Hallmark movie with Kristen Stewart, the lesbian one? I liked that no, one. No, I have not. There was a lot that. of discourse about that. Some people thought it was unrealistic and stupid. And it was. It's Hallmark. Well, most... <clears throat> or I don't know if it's actually Hallmark, but it's like that kind of style. But I liked it a lot. You should watch it. It's a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. See, I've only seen like... <gasps> we should watch it and go live. Or like live tweet our responses on the It's Our Turn pod. Okay. Done. Okay. <laughs> Plan made. Anyways. Signed. <laughs> Give me the contract. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke. We'll tell you about it next episode. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of contract jokes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's what... 
I know that when it comes around to the holiday season, I just kind of go into this. Like, so I have this. I have conflict. You because have conflict. I have conflict. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm a queer person raised in a cult and living in a small conservative town. I'm conflicted. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> going on? Whoa. <laughs> um, because growing up as a kid, Christmas was one of the only good, consistently good times in our lives. Um, yeah. <clears throat> eventually, towards like, whoa, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, I hit the. I hit the, the lever on my chair and went just, just fell down real fast. <laughs> Anyways, um, by the time I was like 10 or something, so my dad ruined every Christmas. He would like oh, get yeah. upset. He would freak out. He would yell and scream. And But eventually by the time we were like 10, 11, 12-ish, he like would he pulled his shit together to, enough to realize that he was always going to be angry. My dad was obsessed with money and being poor and not having enough money and spending money because he was raised poor. And, and I get that trauma. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that trauma isn't valid. It's valid trauma. But he did not deal with it right. He didn't yeah. deal with it correctly. <clears throat> um, so every Christmas, he would just lose his shit when we were opening presents because all he could see is how much money my mom had spent. And so he just got to the point where he would go take a shower when we opened presents, which is sad that he couldn't pull his shit together enough to not be there, be there. But he did the next best thing, which was just remove himself from that process, you know? Because that's healthy. I mean, it's not healthy, but it was better for us. We finally got to open our presents and be happy, you know, because he wasn't yelling and screaming at us every time, you know, he wasn't just angry every time we opened presents. It would ruin an opening presents because he was just angry the whole time when we were on pins and needles and so afraid. It's crazy what happens when you remove the problem. And then it's better. And then <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> like, it's almost like if your family members are incredibly toxic and manipulating you and abusing you, that if you cut them out of your lives, everything else will improve. Yeah. Fairy tales. Not real. <laughs> Hearsay. <laughs> Hearsay. Hearsay. <laughs> I'll have another round. <laughs> I heard that bullshit one time on Fox News. That's not real. <laughs> Give me another shot. Things don't get better. Things don't get better. But yeah, so so after that point, and then also my grandparents, my grandparents loved Christmas. My grandma, my grandma and grandpa, my aunt, they all lived, like my aunt lived with my grandparents, and they loved Christmas. Loved it. It was their favorite time of the year. I'll tell you what, some boomers can throw down on Christmas. Yeah, my grand, my grandma was, my grandparents was like, they had the big Christmas tree, and the, and the presents were stacked up like halfway up yeah. the tree, you know? And uh, Christmas, like everyone in our church stopped by my grandparents. You know, there was like, it was not uncommon for there to be 30 people in my grandparents for Christmas. Um, not usually all at the same time, but over the course of like the day. They'd have 30 or 40 people there. I would have a panic attack. It was a lot. Uh, it, You know, it's funny looking back as a kid. I was stressed out a lot during that. Like, I didn't really particularly like it. I didn't really know how to interact with my cousins very well. And and um, I was fine. But looking back on it, I was definitely like, if I had been allowed to, I would have been that kid that like, oh, well, if I had a Game Boy, if I had something, if I was allowed to, I would have just went into the bedroom and played video games and not interacted with anyone like that would have been me you know <clears throat> but anyways the, uh, the the point was this only consistent time that things were good in my life so i had these really positive associations with the holidays but then 
when I, after, when I, uh, when I got divorced, um, and then my family embraced my ex over me because I was, you know, cause she threw me under the bus. You can listen to my coming out story for that one. Um, on our podcast on It's Our Turn, uh, It's Our Turn Queers and Cults on Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Apple and Google. Thank you. Um, but uh, <coughs> when I went through my divorce, <coughs> my ex-wife threw me under the bus and then lied about everything and then claimed that I was the one that wanted the divorce and all that kind of stuff. What a, what a dick. Yeah. A dick. Yeah. Oh, I told you, like, we separated in, in October. We separated in October and then in November... Um, it was the first, I know I've said this, it was the first year in 10 years that my mom's side of the family, all her brothers and sisters and all of their kids, um, <clears throat> had all gotten together for Christmas. Um, uh, and I mean, for Thanksgiving down in Exeter, which is like nine hours South from here. And my ex-wife rode with my parents and my sister down there and I had to drive myself. First of all, she was still invited to our family's Thanksgiving. Even though she cheated on me and that was not, that was common knowledge, but she claimed she didn't cheat on me, so. See, like, <clears throat> if, uh, it's fine if something like that happens after a divorce, but not without consent of the child. I wouldn't want to go. <clears throat> if I was in a relationship and we broke up in October, it wouldn't matter how much that family still liked me. I'd be like, this is your family, not mine, and I respect holidays. Like, I, or like, we might get there, but we ju this just happened. Like, I wouldn't want if to. I, if I, I'm trying to imagine, if I got a divorce, right, and my mom, if someone loved me enough to marry me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine being married. Um, so, and if I got a divorce, my mom was like, "Hey, um, so I invited your ex-husband to, um." the event or to whatever event and i was like um no that's not okay please do not allow that and they say oh well already done they're coming i would murder yeah everybody yeah <laughs> yes it gets better i kind of forgot about this but <clears throat> so my birthday's in november <clears throat> it's usually like a week and a half it's the fourth well it's the 14th so it's usually like a week and a half 10 days before thanksgiving depending on what day it falls, because it's the third Thursday. I don't know what the fourth Thursday. Last Thursday of the month? I don't know. I can never remember. <clears throat> but anyways, it's usually like a week and a half-ish before Thanksgiving. So for my, so we separated in October. For my birthday, I get a text like the day of that my um, inviting me over to my parents' house for birthday dinner, which we did every year at that time. I show up. My ex-wife is there. Mm -mm. Not no. only no. had they invited her. <laughs> no. <laughs> not only had they invited her, they had invited her before me. They told my my ex. She wasn't my ex at the time. We just separated. They told her and invited her to my birthday dinner before inviting me and didn't tell me. And then a week and a half later took her to my, th my family's Thanksgiving. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And it was all because, like, it was all because she claimed that she wanted to work on it and go to therapy, and I refused, and I was, 
and I was insisting on the divorce, even which wasn't true. We'd had we sat down and had a conversation about this. We were both unhappy. We both wanted a divorce. We were just going to use this as an out. And then she changed her story to everyone. <clears throat> yeah. So and that's dirty. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the end of my love for the holidays. So like when, when the holidays come around, I have these really great memories of my grandparents and family and it being positive And like the only time my dad would like pull his head out of his ass long enough to keep his mouth closed so that he wouldn't fucking ruin another holiday mm-hmm. <clears throat> later on in my, in my life. And then that, and then for the next almost 10 years, you know, just all holidays being awkward, being uncomfortable. I just, like, my family, like, this happened in the last several, in the last few years. I don't even know if they realized they did it, but my family, like, there would be some, there'd be some internal issues, which I don't want to go into because I don't have their consent to talk about it. But there'd be some internal family issues going on with someone else, you know, other members of my, of my immediate family. And I, for a while, for a while, I just stopped going to uh, my parents' house for Christmas because of my dad. Like, I was setting that firm boundary of, like, he traumatized me. I didn't want to deal with this. I refused to be around him. And that was a boundary I needed to set for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to, like, change that boundary and be in a different place, I was, like, I let them know that I would be willing to come to my family's house for Christmas, you know, because it transitioned. You know, this is when, after my grandma had passed away, and we were starting to do Christmas at my parents' house because um, they had the biggest house. <clears throat> and then something would happen, some kind of emergency would happen on their end or some, or just in general. And I, would, I wouldn't hear from them on Christmas Day. And I would text. This is after my nephews were born. So five years ago, less than five years ago. And I would text them around like 9 or 10. Hey, when are we doing Christmas? And they'd be like, oh, we've already opened all of our presents. We're headed to your sister's house now for dinner. For well, like to start cooking. They just... This happened like three years in a row, minimum. They just did Christmas with my nephews without me after I had explicitly said, I want to be there. They just forgot to tell me. Yeah. And again, I don't even know if they were doing it intentionally, but it just became so normal to just deal with their shit first. Well, a lot of unintentional things are intentional, Mm -hmm. I would like to say. Usually, unintentional things happen because you're intentionally thinking a certain way, and then then it just might become sort of second nature. I just liked your stream, by the way. My string? Your stream. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You like my string? Let's like, talk about that. I like your string cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make a stop stick. it. No, go gross. gross sick gross, in gross. the studio. Gross. That should be our, our band name. String cheese. No, sick in the studio. Oh, that's good. Actually. <laughs> I like that. String cheese. <laughs> I said earlier that if <laughs> mozzarella. Uh, <laughs> I said earlier that if we had our own podcast, it should be called Fruit and Net Mix. Oh yes. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the fruit. Well, you'd be the fruit. Does that make me the nut? And I was <laughs> FYI. I was thinking nut? nuts as in like. Testicles. Yeah, not as in a derogatory term for people with mental illness. Just to clarify. I feel like everybody knew 
what you were saying. Well, in case they didn't. Because I I didn't even, that didn't cross my mind. I know, but you know me. Maybe not everyone on this podcast knows me. Oh. Intimately. I don't know you. But they can (laughs) if they want to. (laughs) (laughs) So Aiden's number number is 555. (laughs) 555-123, inside me. (laughs) Just just spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. God help. Oh, God's not going to do anything. <laughs> God's not going to help us. <laughs> We're on our own. <laughs> so anyways, like that's like my, so I just wanted to give some like background because when I talk about like trauma around, um, trauma around like holiday stuff, that's what I'm talking about. It's not just like. A lot of people have that kind of trauma where like. There was there was somebody in the family, usually, honestly, a father or yeah. aunt or somebody that was or a grandparent that was causing issues during the events, but they were always there. And then there's like that kind of like sinking trauma, like it, you take it with you throughout mm-hmm. your years. And yeah, my so, da- my dad was the same. He actually he would he was not <laughs> great. No. Um, especially during, he would do this, well, he wouldn't leave, like your dad would, well, I can't remember, but he would also get very upset about the gifts mm-hmm. and my mom's, uh, spending for us, <laughs> yeah. but it was like, let us be kids. Yeah. Let's I be mean, happy. It's like, <clears throat> my mom never went out of, like, our Christmases were always very small, you know, most of our toys came from the dollar store. You know, as we got a little bit older, ten and you know, ten ish, our gifts were often like underwear and t-shirts and pants because they were things that we needed. Like, it wasn't like my mom was going out and spending a thousand dollars every year on Christmas gifts or whatever. You know, like they were very. She stayed within our budget. My mom was, for fuck's sake, my mom was a bookkeeper. You know, like she knew how to manage money, so it wasn't that she was doing something wrong it was just that my dad was so obsessed with money that no nothing was a good expense you know so or maybe he was just jealous yeah i you know honestly i was like i don't like seeing anybody else get gifts and be happy around me he was taking a lot of his own trauma you know my dad has a lot of his own trauma that i even have just been starting to realize in this last year what life was like for him because he never talked about it I mean, he hardly ever talked to me. I mean, that's you know? usually what happens. Trauma is, yes, yes, goes down the family tree. Yeah, I'm starting. Like my mom told me this year that, like one year that that Christmases were always traumatic for my dad. That he actually doesn't like Christmas because of his childhood, and I didn't know that. Um, it, that like one like his dad one year his dad um, because of his pride because he was so prideful that they couldn't buy gifts for their own kids because he usually. Um, would take his paycheck and go to the casino and drink and gamble it away. Um, that he was so prideful that one of their aunts and uncles had bought them presents. And on Christmas day, he made them give them back. He made them, he made my dad as kids take their presents and give them back. Cause he was too prideful to allow someone else to provide presents for his, to give presents to his kids when he couldn't provide it. <sighs> so it was like, if I can't do it, no one can, but then he wasn't doing it cause he was gambling. And look, I don't, I don't, See, that's somebody, like, cry about it. You know what I mean? Like, what? Fucking, like, if you can't take care of your own family, then fucking 
pull your shit together and take care of your family. I don't. You know? I, I hate pr- those like prideful men. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, it's so disgusting! Don't it's you get what so me started on annoying toxic masculinity and pride? That was my whole. That was my dad. My yeah, dad. Mine too. It was all about pride. It was all about him looking bad, and he didn't even like. He didn't even even fully understand what made him look bad. You know, like he was doing stuff that made him look bad, but in his mind, it made him look strong or more like a man. <clears throat> so then he kept doing it. <sighs> Just disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Did you go live on your own account? Uh, yes. We went over this last time. It did. Cool. I'm going to request to join it. We probably shouldn't be. I don't think I can. Never mind. Why can't you? On It's Our Turn Pod. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. <clears throat> this makes for great TV. <laughs> TV? TV? We're on the radio. God, I'm such fucking... Accept my request. I did. I just did. Okay. Thanks. Did it work? Uh, yeah. I just don't know where to put my phone. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Hello. Turn down your... Oh, oh, God, sorry. Your phone volume. Hold on. <laughs> Can you still hear me? <laughs> it's coming through. Is it? What's it coming through? Say it again. Can oh, you hear me? My phone. It won't let me turn it down all the way. Me either, because we're live, so we're, like, talking, so it's going to come through. <laughs> we have oh, to have fine. some noise on, right? Uh, we'll just ignore it. I can hear you, though. I don't want to hear you. Which, it's kind of hard to join a live and not hear the person. Okay, this is not going well. Uh, thank you for everybody. This is all this new is... to us, so I apologize, because I'm not used to going live. You're not used to a lot of things. Yeah, like being happy. Oh. Do you hear that static? Yeah. We should stop. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> we'll worry about this later. We'll, we'll work on this later. Leave. Bye. Anyway, so I just thought it would work, but it doesn't apparently. So we'll figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna get the social medias down someday, people. No, <laughs> I gotta remember to listen back. I think we did this last time, and there was like a whole section where there was just nothing interesting happening, and I was like, I'm gonna listen to this and edit it out, and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. So the holiday season comes with just a lot of conflict for me emotionally you know like I want there's that and I would like to like acknowledge and validate that like a lot of people want to enjoy the holidays for what they are you know like a lot of people want to enjoy family time during the holidays a lot of people want to um, have that family time to have that like picture perfect Christmas like they want that and it's okay to want that you know like even if your family situation is bad, even if you're queer and they don't accept you, like you don't have to like pretend like you hate it to <clears throat> to I mean if that's your way of coping, that's fine. But like it's okay to want that but also acknowledge that maybe you don't have it. It's mm-hmm. okay to grieve the fact that your family that you're not spending Christmas with your family when you are spending Christmas with your or your holidays with your chosen family. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like, you don't have to feel guilty for, like, well, I have my chosen family, so I should be fine, right? No. Like, you can grieve a loss even though there's... Right. A, and, a, and even though you have gained something else. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, 
and it's also you know if you there's some people who've never had a christmas or or a that picture perfect thing yeah ask the jehovah's witness yeah actually my 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 father my father (laughs) my father uh grew up jehovah's witness so no birthdays no christmas nothing like that um and and if that's your choice good for you yeah that's totally fine and then when we started having christmases uh, when i was a kid he was how do i say a humbug Mm-hmm. One of those. No, it's not like he wasn't. He wasn't um, Jehovah's Witness anymore. Still Christian, but mm-hmm. he was not. Didn't like it. He didn't like it, and he showed it. He showed it so bad. <laughs> yeah, cramping our style. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Same. My my dad was the same way. Yeah. Um, which is fine if you don't like Christmas. Don't be cramping people's style though. Yeah, let them do let people do what they want. Yeah. You know, I've I've noticed this year that like I was talking to someone and I kind of had this like I I wouldn't say a realization, I'd say more of like a reminder because I know this, but I was talking to someone about how one of the ways that I have so being someone with chronic illness, a lot of trauma. I know that there are certain things that I'm just not going to get to participate in. And one of those, for example, one of those things was having kids. I don't want to have kids anymore, by the way. Just let me preface that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have kids. I love my nephews. I don't want to have any kids of my own. It's a lot of fucking responsibility, and they cost a lot. And they they never go away. I can barely stand my own cat. You know? Like, I I can't handle kids. (laughs) But for a while, you know, I used to, growing up, all I wanted to be was a parent. That's all I wanted to be. Oh yeah, you wanted to be this like perfect picture yeah. family I, thing. I I wanted to make the money. I wanted to have the kids. I wanted to do all that. I really did. Um, I even you know thought about making a career out of like early childhood development. Like I really did want that. And one way of me coping with the realization that that's never going to happen was to tell myself that I didn't like kids. I hate kids. I hate kids. Arrgh. And you know, kids do annoy me. They're fucking loud and they're snotty and they never stop and they're just Don't. gross you know where's my ipad man? yeah yeah <laughs> why doesn't anyone love me oh because you're annoying you know <laughs> you won't stop screaming because you want like food or something i don't know are you hungry yeah <laughs> um, get a life <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen once you start contributing around here you can start complaining <laughs> <laughs> Father? (laughs) (laughs) Mama? (laughs) Don't claim your age as an excuse. You're five years old. You should start working around here. (laughs) You're almost walking. You might as well. (laughs) Listen, once you start walking, it's over for you. I got a long list of shit that needs to be done around this house. Um, But, you know, so one of my ways of coping was just like, telling myself and deciding that I just didn't like kids, you know? Yeah. And that that doesn't serve me anymore. Like, it's okay for me to acknowledge that I will never or don't want to have kids, but also be like, well, you know, they're not horrible. Um, and so I think that a lot of times that happens with the holidays as well. You know, you because it's not something you can or have enjoyed, you tell yourself that you hate it. And so then you kind of remove your ability to enjoy what you can, as opposed to 
like I said, grieving that loss while also enjoying whatever replaces it or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing instead or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's, I, I think it's important to grieve that loss and acknowledge that loss and then, you know. See, uh, can I tell you a little story? Please do. Okay. This is an audio medium, so talking would be appreciated. Okay, great. Let me use sign language for the rest of the show. Um, <laughs> so, so I, so my, my, my father was, I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Father. My father was Mama. married to a woman. Uh, her name was uh, Beth. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, which is funny because my mom's name is Bethany. And it's like. Weird. Pretty close to the family. Guys have types. Straight guys have types. And they're specific. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Beth's mom, bless her heart. Um, can't, anyway, uh, very, very religious, like my grandparents, mm-hmm. um, in her own way. Uh, anyway, we, we went to, we would go to her house for Christmas while they were married. And the first thing we would do is we, or we would find the pickle in the tree, <laughs> which is like a, it's, I guess it's like a German or Dutch tradition. <laughs> I'm a little triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I had an uncle that liked to play that game. <laughs> and then later we would play hide the peacock feather. <laughs> How did your family not know you were gay? <laughs> so anyway. I mean, nature versus nurture, I'm fairly certain they had contributed it to it in at least a little bit. Let me tell you, when I, when I found that pickle. <laughs> I always found the pickle. By the way, I could always tell where the pickle was in the I know tree. the exact shape. <laughs> so, anyway, we had to play find the pickle. <laughs> in the Christmas tree. Is this real? Yes! I guess it's like a weird German thing. Anyway, so we play <laughs> find the pickle. And then... <laughs> I, you just, I, even if it was a German tradition, I wouldn't, I, can you imagine like someone being like, okay, kids, come on inside. It's time to play find the pickle. <laughs> CPS would be there in five minutes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was, well, the, the worst part was, was I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't fun. It was weird. <laughs> The weird part was, I was 25. I was like 17 <laughs> trying to find the pickle. Uncle, I found the pickle every year. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uncle Juice. So, anyway. Uh, stop it. <laughs> so, we would play find the pickle. And then, we, I, she, uh, I would rather be Jehovah's Witness and never, ever, ever, ever have a Christmas than what we did next. There was a birthday cake, and we would sing "Happy Birthday to, to Jesus." Jesus. No, that's... literally around this cake, and she would make everybody sing "Happy Birthday to that's Jesus." That's so stupid. I'm sorry, I don't use that word very often. <laughs> that's so stupid. So awful. Hated it. It was so awful. In fact, and I was very religious back then. But even that was like, I'm about to uh, worship Satan right now. <laughs> Jesus wasn't even born in December. We I know. all know that. It's so dumb. He was born in like the spring. Yeah, it, was it was more like, likely he was born in like May or July or, or something. March 30th. Yeah. 
<laughs> March, uh, something like March 30th specifically or whatever. Prisoners or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's so, oh, that's Find the Pickle and Happy Birthday Jesus, your, your memoir. <laughs> 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 sums it up <laughs> find the pickle and find the pickle and happy birthday jesus my life story and then we would have applesauce cake she would make applesauce cake. oh that sounds delicious it was okay mm-hmm. it was actually pretty good have you ever had apple butter I, and i'm this is not a joke <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so delicious but it has oh. to be spice yeah, I, it has to be spicy apple butter like oh, what? i don't i was somewhere what did i do oh I was at work at a grocery store I used to work at, mm-hmm. and I bought apple butter, the only apple butter we had, and I went home, and I put it on something, and I ate it, and it was not spiced, and I- It's just was like smushed apple? It was just apple? smushed apple, and I was like, what? We should make our own apple butter. I was like, where's the cinnamon? Where's the clover? Let's where's make the... some apple butter. Okay. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> on that note, let's- <laughs> I haven't had someone steal my heart last Christmas for a long time, so. No, it's been a long time for me also. Tony, stop it. Like I said, no one wants your straight voice here. My name is Richard. (laughs) (laughs) You're Uh. a dick. (laughs) You're a dick. That's Richard. (laughs) Dick is short for Richard. (laughs) You sound like Leslie Leslie Jordan trying to pretend to be straight. May you rest in peace. Oh, during... uh... Will and Grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your normal voice sounds like Leslie Jordan. What was the, what was his what do you call his uh chauffeur, that guy? His business associate. Oh, it's business associate. Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. <Yeah. laughs> well, 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 Karen Walker. I thought I smelt gin and regret. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> if, if it is really Leslie, <laughs> you look more like a woman every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you know, if I said that if I ever went on RuPaul's Drag Race, which I won't because I don't like RuPaul, but if I did for a Snatch Game, I would either be Karen Walker or Fran Drescher, like from the nanny Fran fight. Mm -hmm. Those would be the two Snatch Game people I would do. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? I think I'd do it probably a better Fran fine. I could see. I could see Karen. Can you see Karen? I feel like I'd do a pretty decent Karen. You're pretty tall for a Karen, though. We're all fucking drag queens. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the believable part of my act is not going to be the fact that I'm five foot two. <laughs> Anyways, Christmas trauma. I'm a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, honey, everybody's a lesbian when there's no man around. <laughs> Um, yeah, that'd be funny. God, we should do impressions sometime. We should host the show. You know what? Let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> this rabbit Speaking hole of Christmas, <laughs> um, we're talking about that, right? Yeah. So, I think so. I can't remember. We were like, Jesus wasn't born on Christmas. Yeah. Because oh. the Catholic Church. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's get into about, it. Let's get yeah. into it. Let's get our. Let's get into it. Did so, you do any research? Did you do the pagan no. research? I didn't either. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fully intended to and just completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. 
I did too. Um, so yeah, uh, but I do remember that the church had made Christmas the day, the 25th of December, mm-hmm. Jesus's day because of it was like a straight up pagan yeah, that Christmas festival. is a, it's a pagan <laughs> festival, and it's mm-hmm. all about like <clears throat> God. I can't remember. I I, I I should look it up. Oh, I have a computer right in front of me. Oh, um, oh, and I have a phone. <laughs> um, because it's like it's like a pagan festival centered around like drinking and having sex. You know, basically, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Which in that case. <laughs> They tried. They tried. I've been celebrating it every year. (laughs) (laughs) I believe. I believe in like England or you know in Europe. They they were trying to, the, um, religious people are trying to basically cancel the festival, um. But I think they like outlawed it for a second, but it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they tried to outlaw Christmas. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, oh well. They were trying to get rid of all the pagan stuff, like the trees and the and the mistletoe and all that stuff, but it wasn't happening. So they incorporated it into uh, Christmas as we know it today. Yeah, the um, they just kept it because people are like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I learned more. Like I, I researched this. Fucking, why does every site? Every site, you have to accept the cookies or you can't look at it. Like, come on, people. I just want to learn stuff. I could use a cookie right now. <clears throat> they do sound delicious. Um, that was eus- euphemism? Euf- euphemism? Euphemism? Euphemism. Thank you. Hmm? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't handle this. I can't look up anything, literally. But <clears throat> I remember it being like, it was the pagan holiday. There was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of sex. There was exchanging gifts. It was... Um, like a celebration of the, uh, Saturnalia, Some, I think something like that. I, I, I like I said, I can't look it up right now. Well, Romans would spend the day. It says in honor of the agricultural god Saturn. Mm-hmm. Saturnalia. Yep. And uh, and then when the Christians came along, they tried to literally outlaw Christmas. Festing, drinking, giving <laughs> gifts, having sex, being joyful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that stuff. And they tried to outlaw it. When that didn't work, they just absorbed it and created it there and made it their own thing. And then just claimed all of the, the traditions. It's funny how many sites, when I look up, I looked, I just looked up uh, Christmas Pagan Holiday. <clears throat> and so many sites are Christian sites. Yeah. Trying to, look, <laughs> no, Christmas is not a pagan holiday. Christmas is the Christian remembrance and celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Why do Christians have to take everything and, and make it horrible? And, like, sit down. We're trying to have a good time. Like, sit the fuck <laughs> down. We're trying to, like, we're trying to drink and fuck and, and, and decorate things. I mean, that Christmas is really for the gays. Let's, let's be real. It was centered around drinking and fucking and decorating. Those are the three things we do the best. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You have never, I've never heard you say so many right things consecutively in a row. <laughs> Did you just quote David Rose to <laughs> affirm my gayness? Yes, but I used right instead of wrong. <laughs> I know you did. I know the quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm educated. <laughs> I say that a lot. I've never heard so many wrong things <laughs> consecutively. You say it or people say it to you? I say it to people. 
I had never heard you say zoning wrong thing. You also uh, try to quote. Huh? You also try to quote Moira Rose very poorly. Often. Next step is to <laughs> fold in the cheese. <laughs> I want. You know what's so funny is that we don't have any original jokes because I was editing one of our older episodes, and this is exactly the point we got to in that episode as well. Moira impressions and yeah. Good for us. <laughs> We're doing something right here. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm a cook. And <laughs> I know that's the Listen, joke. Listen, <laughs> I'm not a Christian, but I don't I don't appreciate you just spewing lies out into the world. I, I'm a cook. I work as a cook. You work as a you <gasps> pour things into no. other things. I make things. Like what? What do you make? Today, I made sausage patties, and it's a very strict recipe. And yesterday, I made, I make, like, vinaigrettes and, 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 and foods. I make food. I, I grill. <laughs> <laughs> I put some salt and pepper and some maple, whatever the fuck it needs. Whatever that maple aioli needs. <laughs> Mayonnaise. <laughs> maple aioli? Maple aioli? That sounds disgusting. It's um garlic, maple, Ew. mayo, and something else. That's disgusting. I've never tried it. I actually refuse to try it. It sounds disgusting. It's pretty popular. It goes on our sausage burgers. That's so gross. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh! I have no idea. So, I sent... I stopped listening when you said I'm a cook. <laughs> I sent the video of Foden the Cheese to uh, <laughs> to the master yes. pizza chef guy. Yeah. He's and, great, by the way. Yeah. And he, he just laughed so hard. He was like... And now he, like, watches me while I cook, which is uh, unprofessional. Okay, and uh, he just... He was like... Yeah, he was like... <laughs> He's like, I could, so, okay. <laughs> I could see uh, you in that video. And I was like, <laughs> like okay. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some along those lines, like, you know. I get it now. I get it. But, yeah. I'm I'm a cook, but I'm not a great cook. <laughs> I don't know I how they hired me. I food, and I make it hot. <laughs> Honestly, they hired so me because I'm, my skill level. I'm queer. Yeah. Which is the first time I've ever been hired. Is it their minority requirement? Yeah, <laughs> we got we got to fit it. We got to fit the quota like, before the listen, end of the year. These other guys, we're fairly certain they're on the spectrum somewhere, and we they need something. I I walked in, they glitter need... just fell out of my butt. <laughs> like hired. <laughs> you don't have to. We know you can't do anything, but look pretty. <laughs> Job done. Put the tots in the <laughs> and drop it down. And then uh, lift it up after exactly four minutes. Can you do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. Speaking of cooking, what's your favorite? Um, do you do holiday meals and stuff? Um, Someone's attacking us. Yeah. Oh. Um, hey, Crane. So <laughs> I I think, my honestly, my favorite thing to eat is stuffing. And I'll have that for Christmas, Thanksgiving, oh. The irony. <laughs> the I love being stuffed. <laughs> I mean stuffing. I, mean, I love I, stuffing. I love stuffing. Yeah, you don't. In my tummy. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I love my mouth being full So you're full saying you're a size queen. <laughs> it's like I like it to go all the way to my stomach. It's like throwing a pickle through a barn door. 
Oh, we no. have to remember that, like, we're not the only two people listening. To, I mean, we are probably the only two people listening to this, but like, <laughs> we can't just do inside jokes the whole time. We can, and we should. Would you like a signed contract? <laughs> <laughs> um, so stuffing, really? That's your favorite? I yeah, I love some. I love stuffing, but it's got to be made right. Mm-hmm. How do you make your stuffing? I don't make stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made stuffing in my life. I make it. I used to make it every year. <laughs> I actually would like <laughs> buy bread and and make my own croutons. I think, and then make like and then make the stuffing. You would make your own. Crouton? I would make my own, your crouton. own croutons. Yes, I would make my own croutons. <laughs> 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 I'd make those croutons, and uh, <laughs> and then I would. Did like, you use bacon grease? <gasps> I bet that would be bomb. No, I didn't use baking grease, but I would use the 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 drippings from the turkey. Oh <laughs> yeah. And then and then use that to mix that with the stuff. Oh, I'm salvating. And the seasoning, I would do all the seasonings, the sage and the thyme and the oregano. No oregano? No. I don't remember if I did oregano. Parsley? Maybe dry parsley, but you know, garlic, all of that. Garlic and onions, I would like saute onions and and um oh, and celery and garlic. Eat my ass. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'd rather have stuffing. Uh, <laughs> and then I would do... Um, Panty dropper. <laughs> that's how you know we're on the A spectrum. Is that like we get more turned on by food than people? Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, that's hot. Say it slower. <laughs> stuffing. Oregano. Um, but I would chop up apples and dried cran, and then I would use dried cranberries, and i put that in the stuffing. Okay. It's so good. I don't know about that. It's so good. It's so good. Have you ever had it? No, but it sounds like you ruined it. No, I didn't. Ruined. I did not ruin it. It's delicious. I'm going to make it for you. I'll make it for you this year. Why don't you just put raisins and and nut, no, raisins and are disgusting in it or something? First of all, those are <laughs> two ingredients that are disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I love nutmeg, but not in stuffing. Don't be dumb. That's why I said it. <laughs> raisins are disgusting in everything. Do you like cranberry sauce? Yes. I like homemade cranberry sauce. I like all cranberry sauce, but I prefer homemade. <clears throat> What's your favorite? What? Meal or for a holiday meal? Uh oh, oh goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep fucking up. I keep hitting the, the lower on my chair. Um I don't know. Honestly, my, I, you know, I'm really limited because I can't have gluten. I can't have dairy. So. Oh. Yeah. So mac and cheese is kind of out. I can't have mac and cheese. I mean, I can, but. Well, it's I, dairy. I, well, yeah. you can, you can. You can make a vegan mac and cheese for sure. Use rice noodles and. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't really know. Pie was my favorite. I do enjoy good stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> Or five. Um, <laughs> I do I enjoy a good stuffing. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. <laughs> uh, don't be silly. I'm definitely a top. <laughs> now that's the joke. <laughs> I haven't been stuffed in years. I do the stuffing. Every year for Christmas, I do the stuffing. That's His name is... Justin. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I used, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite is. Honestly. 
I kind of just like the whole meal. Honestly, like, okay, I know this, but is, this is so basic, but honestly, some fucking good mashed potatoes. Oh, fuck yeah. That's like not basic. Red potatoes, honey. <laughs> like mashed red garlic potatoes mm -hmm. with the skins on. Yes, keep the skins on, please. So good. Don't make that so instant shit good. either. You just like. It's disrespectful. <clears throat> you, listen, instant mashed potatoes are fine. But, mm -mm. but like, you just cut the potatoes in half, you pour a bunch of seasoning in the water. Pour the garlic cloves right in the water. Boil it with the potatoes. Drain that. Mash it up by hand. Shit ton of butter. Shit ton. And some milk. Like, if you're not having, like, cholesterol issues yeah. by the end of that meal, yeah. you, you did something wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> if you don't have to use six pounds of butter in your cooking, then you're not <laughs> cooking right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should off. have just butter melting on the stove at all points for any given time. Right. Yeah. Ooh. See, a lot of people don't like green bean casserole. I do. I love that shit. I do. I'll eat that So up. for Thanksgiving this year, my sister actually like went the extra mile and made everything gluten-free, dairy-free, like, like a whole separate like meal for me. So oh, that's so sweet. Gluten-free, dairy-free stuffing, gluten-free, dairy-free. I would never. Um, uh, green bean casserole. Do I even had a pie. You. It was really nice. It was delicious. And I didn't like feel like I wanted to die afterwards. Yeah. So it was nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. <sighs> so, yeah. So let's 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 switch gears here a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, we don't have to. We can keep, <laughs> we can keep talking about food. <laughs> My, uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry too. I think we should do a Thanksgiving. I think we should do a Christmas. I think we should do a Christmas meal. Christmas dinner. We should. Mm -hmm. All of us together. That sounds really amazing, actually. I think we should do it. It doesn't have to be on Christmas. It could be after. And eating can just make it before. all. Yeah. I know. My roommate. Amazing cook. Like. Amazing person to watch cook. <sighs> yes. All of that. <laughs> together. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Hopefully that listen to this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll oh. be awkward next time we go. Oh, no, he knows. <laughs> yeah, he knows. It's true. He likes it. Yeah. He knows that <laughs> me and Annalise just literally, you, well, you, me, and Annalise just sit at the table, drink wine, and watch him cook. So yeah. I don't think it's anything new. And his cute little apron. You know, and he makes like what we had baby broccoli, but that that was like <laughs> that was the closest thing I've had to an orgasm in years. <laughs> I was just upset when it ended. I was like, <laughs> yes, you are with orgasms. <laughs> I was like, oh, like like that regret. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so delicious. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, trauma. Trauma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about trauma anymore. This is fun. <laughs> I just want to talk about hot people cooking good food. <laughs> we can. Oh. Which which celebrity would you like to make your meal? Oh, you Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. That's how you say his name. <laughs> Timothy or Timothy. Timothy. Okay. He's... I don't know if I've ever had a celebrity crush as much as I do on him. Really? He's beautiful. He's beautiful and he's funny. And when he laughs really hard, his like jaw goes to the side. It's so fucking cute. And there was I saw a clip of him. There was this group, I don't remember what group it was. Pentatonics? Um Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. They came to Hoopaw, by the way. Who? Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were in town. No, who? To Hoopaw? To Hoopaw. It's uh, a town. Uh, I think it's off of 299. I can't remember exactly oh. where it is, but it's like locally. It's I've never in heard this of county. Hoopa. 
Um, yeah, they came and did a, a concert at their school. Oh. At the high school. Shout out to Hoopa. I know. And uh, Jelly Peppers. Cool for them. <coughs> um, it was like the same weekend that... The same week... I think it was the same week that Sarah Bareilles was here. She was here? Yeah. I'm confused. She grew up here. <gasps> Sarah Bareilles grew up here. She came and did a free concert. There were 15,000 fucking people there. And I was there. I was basically like oh! one second away from having a panic attack the whole time. I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know she was from here, though. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> um, there was this group at some red carpet event that was just like they would call a celebrity over and be like, we're going to donate $1,000 to the the charity of your choice. Choose it right now. You'd like half the top of your head. And his first uh, words were the LGBTQ plus center in Los Angeles. And you got a boner? Yeah. It was basically porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he played in Call Me By Your Name. He was the guy in Call Me By Your Name. I've never seen that. I haven't either, but I hear it's good. Um, okay. That's a good choice. I would choose Tom Holland. Oh, well, yeah. I would choose... I would prefer that Timothy Tim, Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland were in a relationship making food for me. Though we are all in a trio. Well, you could join too. Just as long as we don't have to do anything, the four of us could totally be in a... in a. Um, wow, this has gotten... Uh, a, a quad relationship. Does anybody know Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> uh, so anyway, you can find us on Spotify. <laughs> Podbean. God, that would be... I feel like... I don't know. Do you feel like... I feel like Tom Holland can't cook. You know? I feel like Timothy Chalamet can, but like Tom Holland can't. I feel like Tom Holland can cook. You think so? Yeah, he's always like, come on, you're with Zendaya. You got to impress her somehow. You're going to take up Fuck. cooking. <laughs> I would like Tom Holland and Zendaya. I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Yes to both of you. I don't care what the question is. Yes. Honestly, I'll do anything. Best match ever. Ever. I'll cook. I'll clean. <laughs> I'll, I'll cook, suck I'll anything. Clean. I'll lick anything. <laughs> <laughs> stuffing <laughs> stuffing's on the stuffing, menu tonight stuffing? it's like that that owl that says drugs drugs, drugs. <laughs> stuffing 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 it's a question and a statement <laughs> oh god yeah i would let him web in me <laughs> so hard what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we need a lot of help. Why are we like this? <laughs> Trauma. Uh, tr- Trauma. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh, God. It's fun. That's fun. It's fun. It's fun to yeah, talk about it's such things. Fun. I do love Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on the topic of <laughs> getting stuffed. Oh, God. Um, That's anywho. So, funny. <laughs> so <sighs> Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Um, so, one of the things I actually was going to talk about for the last like half hour we have is so I was planning a drag show for December 9th, which would have been next Friday. And then <clears throat> there is a local group here that is targeting drag shows and and they're they're very act they're very adamant. They're very they're willing to go to 
horrible lengths even to lie and create false websites and put horrible things on those websites. They created a fake website that said <clears throat> it was Redwood Pride. <clears throat> they print, they put hor horrible stuff on that website, printed that out, and took it to Eureka City Council meeting, claiming that it was Redwood Pride to try to get Eureka City Council to shut Redwood Pride down. They showed up to Redwood Pride. They taped the all-ages drag show. <clears throat> and then they posted it on their site claiming all of these horrible things that happened there, which were all not true. And then, so in the, this year alone, between June and now, 125 drag shows or drag events specifically have been targeted, like violently. You, um, firebombs being thrown into the events, bricks through windows at clubs, like <clears throat> all of these things specifically targeted and then with the um with the event that happened in colorado mm -hmm. uh, just devastating all happening in like all you know me all finding this out in you know in october and uh or no i mean in this month and then so i made the really excruciatingly difficult decision to cancel the drag show <clears throat> because I just didn't feel safe. And I didn't feel like with the amount of time that we had that we could come up with a a sufficient enough safety protocol. And um, and then also just the... <clears throat> at this stage in my life, at my age, and I don't mean that sarcastically, I mean that sincerely, like having to plan a drag show with a gun safety protocol with a legitimate safety plan for if <clears throat> someone shows up with a weapon, mm -hmm. how I'm going to get everybody out through the exits safely and calmly is not something I want to do. <clears throat> you know? And it's so devastating to me to be, you know, coming up into this holiday season in this time that I'm like really working on my life and with my relationship with my family and, and all of these things, trying to enjoy myself and, and <clears throat> do and enjoy what I can to have to be having like safety meetings for a drag show and like talking, having these conversations. It's so devastating. It's so devastating to me and so ridiculous that we're still here. Mm -hmm. I just, <clears throat> I don't understand I just don't get it. Why is it so important to them? Why? Why is it so important to them that these things get shut down? That, like, why? Why? Like, it's fucking 2022. Like, just leave us alone. Yeah. Just leave us the fuck alone. <clears throat> We're not doing anything. And, 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 and we can prove that. Like, you, like, <clears throat> that was the thing. It's like, they came to that drag show at Redwood Pride. They videotaped the whole thing. They saw that nothing happened. Yeah. But then they, they still went on the... Like, if you're having to create a fake website and put fake, horrible things on that website to prove your point... No. You just proved you don't have a point. Like... I just don't like. Why do they hate us so much? <laughs> Queer people are getting real fucking tired. I'm so tired. Real fucking tired, and like I get, I get so pissed off. Honestly, just thinking about 
all the shit that we have to go through on a daily basis, worrying about being hate crime, worrying about somebody like getting sexually harassed by some closeted motherfucker. Nonstop. All yeah. the time, every day, all day I think about it. Being followed from work. Yep. God. Like I got in my car the other day after work and as I was getting in my car, a car pulled up behind me and two like fucking eighty year old men got out with Trump twenty twenty four hats on. And how bad I wanted to just scream at them and yell at them for the 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 like what they're like I, but then it's like it's not gonna do any good. They don't fucking like they are so far gone. They don't fucking even know what yeah. they're doing, you know? Like <clears throat> I it is just so wildly infuriating. Like all I want to fucking do is live my life. Just exist. I just want to exist. I just want to exist and go on dates and live my life. Be and able go to, to hold events. my lover's hand in public without fearing for my life. L- literally. Literally. Yeah. It's just so outrageous that we're still dealing with this, that we're still here, that this is still a thing. It's just baffling to me. Like, it's insane. And you know what's funny is like other countries don't have this problem. Like they really don't. There's other. There's actually countries out there. I mean, it's that it, don't ha- they don't fear for their lives like that. Yeah, they don't. They can hold their lover's hand out in public and not. And there's no <laughs> coming after you. You know, but I just don't understand their obsession. It's, I don't understand how Christianity is still like. It's that's what I was about to say. Toxic religion, fucking seeping down through the generations and creating this whole. Ever since 1949, when the RSV version of the Bible decided to put homosexuality in the Bible. I don't understand how at a government level there is any argument that starts with, well, the Bible says. I don't fucking care what the Bible says. It is 2022. We are fully aware of what the Bible actually says, where it came from, who wrote it, how it was written. There are, like, an innumerable amount of, like, religions. I mean, it's not innumerable. You could probably count them. But there's a lot of different religions out there. There Mm -hmm. is no fucking reason for anything to be, for any decision to be based on what the Bible says at this point. Mm -mm. It is just, I mean... <clears throat> it's just about control. And that's the thing that that's the thing that it comes down to is that it is genuinely just about control. These fucking old white men, cis men have been so used to being able to just control things. And that was so like <clears throat> when I was 18, I was still living at my parents. I had a full-time job. I owned I was like I was self-employed. And, and I was hanging out after church at my cousin's house, and I still had a curfew of midnight at 18 years old when I had my own job. I had my own business, technically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I was five minutes late for my curfew, five minutes late getting home for my, cur- for my curfew. And my dad lost his shit, tried to choke me, shoved me up against the wall, like just absolutely lost his shit because he couldn't control me anymore. He knew he couldn't, it, like, it had nothing to do with keeping me safe. It had nothing Obviously to do not. with. Obviously, I tried to choke you out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's it, the greatest danger. These, these people <laughs> are spiraling 
just because they're used to being able to say no, and that means no. They're used yep. to being able to tell people what they can and can't do. It yep. has nothing to do with benefit. It has nothing to do with making a better world. It has nothing to do with keeping kids safe. It has it's everything just to do with power and ego. Power and ego and just, I don't like it, so I don't want you to do it. And I'm. it's that like childish, well, I'm used to being able to do this. They're like literally throwing a fit. And it's so embarrassing and disgusting. And but yet it's just the world we live in. And I just don't know. It's so overwhelming and infuriating because they're just it's like it's like I yeah, I get overwhelmed and I'm infuriated and I'm frustrated and I want it to change and I want it to be different, but yet I also just want to live my life. I don't yeah. I also just don't want to have to keep fighting, you know? And that's that's the other thing. It's so it's so projected, like when you like the whole the whole stereotype of queer people being um, child molesters. You you know you hear that constantly, fuck. and it's like shut the fuck up. Uh, when when the uh, what was it called? When they there was this big thing that went around on the internet, which was started by a white man, an old white man who was homophobic, extremely homophobic. Um, he started this fake thing um, about how queer people wanted to incorporate pedophilia into the LGBTQ. Yes, I remember that. And it went viral. From this one motherfucker, it went viral. And so many homophobic, dumbass motherfuckers believed it. And... They even didn't believe even, it. They, they chose to propagate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, I believe that's real. It was, oh, this fits my agenda. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, and then <clears throat> even when the truth came out that he was the one who started that, we got facts, right? Oh, they're still pedophiles. It's still real. It's However, still th there's not one drag show ever that has had um, an incident of sexual assault no. on a child. However, the Southern Baptist Convention has over 800, 800 leaders that were recorded, just recorded. To have sexually assaulted a child or a minor. Over 800. Yep. So, and that's just recorded. We don't know about all the ones that are, the thousands that mm -hmm. are still to this day kept secret. So, shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I loved how, like, my former pastor loved to preach against homosexuality, loved to condemn that lifestyle, loved to talk about, you know, loved to promote that. And it was his own grandson who molested an underage kid and um guess what happened when that happened they forgiveness fucking, absolutely they told Sweep the whole church the they needed to forgive it and pretend like it never happened yeah and they defended well. him and tried to throw the blame on the victim and it's like oh so it's not actually about keeping people safe it's about keeping that tithe money coming in yeah it's not it's about not losing your your congregation your people your money. Your, your money. I'm just so tired of it. I'm just so... I'm just so tired. Like, that's what it boils down yeah. to. It's just like, I'm just so tired. And, you know, queer people are dealing with so many other things on top of that. Like, we're talking about, like... Like, we can't go to a, <clears throat> a club without worrying yeah. about somebody coming in with an AK-47. Yeah. And we're talking... You know, we're sitting here. It's just so interesting because we're sitting here talking about how to survive the holidays and... And, you know, <laughs> what that survive. looks like. Yeah, how to survive. <laughs> like, 
<clears throat> like talking about like how you know Hallmark movies remind us how lonely we are, but I'm like, realistically, what we're dealing with is just trying to stay alive. You know, like that's what's on our mind the whole time. It's just so disgusting to me. It's just so, it's just so infuriating. But I'm also again so tired. You know. Yeah from dealing with all of the other shit that's going on in my life, I can barely, you know, keep that together. And then to try to like do anything else and make change. And it just gets, it just gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It gets completely overwhelming. I mean, I'm hanging out with somebody, uh, or I'm t- the person I'm talking to, we go outside to smoke a cigarette mm-hmm. in the front yard. I like anytime a car starts passing or somebody starts walking by, I kind of step away. Mm-hmm. And it's out of fear. Because yep. who knows? It's like a natural reaction. Yeah, it is. Who knows what that person, who that person is, and what the, if they're evil enough and hatred have hatred enough in their hearts to actually attack us. Yeah. You know? So I, I think about it quite often. Yeah, I do too. Every day. I have a jacket that, like, my, my main jacket that I wear has just trans pins trans flag pins on it trans flag uh queer flag stuff it's all very gay and every time i wear it which i wear it all the time every time i wear it though i'm always like is this going to be the thing that like makes someone you know assault me or 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 say something or whatever you know mm-hmm. it hasn't yet but it's every single time i wear it you know is mm-hmm. this going to be the thing that's pushes someone over the edge you know and I happen to be the one that they decide to take all of their anger out on, you know? It's it's horrible well, and there's terrifying. There's something I mean, so dumb. It's so well, stupid. Like, grow up. Yeah. Please. I just Grow up, homophobes. Come yeah. on. Wake up. Grow up. It's just so... <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Even with all of my experience living in a cult, I don't understand why people care anymore, you know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me that, like, I'm having to, you know, that, like, I just wanted to do a drag show and I'm having to, like, legitimately postpone it and cancel it because of a real threat, you know, like, that I'm worried about. Like, I can't guarantee the safety of the lives of the people performing and attending. So dumb. That's so, I hate it. Especially here, we've always, you know, especially in Humboldt County, we've always been kind of isolated from a lot of things and we've been a little bit, it's taken on things a little bit. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of like old fashioned conservative homophobic people here, but kind of the, the real big severity has taken a long time to get here. Um, but that just kind of like shows how bad it's getting that even these small little isolated towns that are so, separate from mm-hmm. the rest of the world it's we're, we're starting to see we're starting to see it here mm-hmm. you know like there's no pockets that are safe anymore i feel like there's not it's really, really and it sad. sucks because i like coming from alabama like this place is like almost a safe haven for me but i've i've, I've been seeing a lot of trash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trash people walking around <laughs> i know it's and I'm like, damn, like, couldn't y'all just, like, not follow me here, please? Yeah, just go fucking do your own things. I don't know. Go have your own meetings in your own basements. You know, go do your own thing. Like, stick with the people that you know and like. Like, if you hate us so much, then just leave us alone. 
Like, there's a lot of people I don't like, and guess what? I don't hang out with them. I don't go around them. I don't put myself in proximity to them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy. Just leave us the fuck alone. I was at a, uh, in high school in Alabama, and there was a, at the lunch table I was at, they started a hate group literally wh- during lunch. We're like, hey, we need to get together. Yeah, let's get together. And I was so terrified because I was, I was in the closet back then, and I was terrified that if I got outed, that they would come after me. And I was, and I, and then it was like probably, and they're also racist, obviously. The next, it was probably next two days, maybe the next day, um, one of them had beat up this uh, black guy just for the way he dressed. And this guy, he was quiet. He was kind of to himself. He was a nice guy. Just went up and beat the crap out of him for no reason. It's just disgusting. And it's like, you know, am Am I next? Is he coming yeah. for me now? You know, I, I was terrified of being outed at that school. Terrified. It's just so disappointing and so disgusting. I just don't understand why. I just don't get it. I just don't understand anymore. And it's just getting to be so difficult. It's just getting to be so challenging for so many people. And I mean, like, I know that... <clears throat> I know that we need to keep fighting. I know that we need to keep resisting and we need to keep pushing back. But like, it's like all we ever do. That's, I just, <laughs> that's all, it's all and the queer community does. It's exhausting. It's tiring. Yeah. We just want to live. It's, and it's, you know, I look on social media and every queer page I follow, it's, you know, it's, you know, like the queer resistance and queer, you know, fighting back and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what about just living? What about just living your life? You know, it's like everything seems to be in contrast to something else. Well, I'm doing this because this is going to piss them off. Or I'm doing like this outfit is resistance, you know, like queer joy is resistance. And yes, those are all true things. I'm not saying those aren't true. That's not I'm not belittling that. What I'm saying is that, like, I just want queer joy to be queer joy. (laughs) You know, I just want I just want your outfit to be cute and not a statement. You know, like, I just want you to be able to exist and it not have to mean something, you know, like you just want to do a drag show because drag shows are fun, you know, not because like, I don't want to do a drag show because drag queens are the ones who, you know, like they're like the mascots of the queer community or they're the ones that like, you know, whatever. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, you I just, just want, want drag shows. You just want to have a fun event. I just want to do drag because <laughs> it's fun, and because it's and it's ridiculous, and and it's an art form, and it's hilarious or whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't want to make a statement. <laughs> I don't. I don't want my life to be, um, in opposition to someone. I don't want to give them the t- the consideration, the time, you know the acknowledgement that I'm like, it's like, no, my outfit is not in resistance to you. No, my, my relationship is not in resistance to you. I don't fucking care about you. I don't care. (laughs) You know, right. Like you, I don't, I'm not interested in you in any capacity. Mm -hmm. You could live forever, die tomorrow. I don't care. Don't care what your Bible says. Yeah. I'm not interested, not interested at all. Not in the least, not, especially not if it means that not at all. So, like, you can just go fuck off. Like, I don't... 
Like I'm, I'm irritated about the fact that I have to think about you so often, Mm -hmm. you know, like that you're constantly, I'm constantly being confronted by your actions. I don't want to think about you. I don't want you, you, I don't want you to be part of my life. I don't want to have to worry about you. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm just so tired of, it's like that, it's like that one kid in, in, in the group where all the other kids are just fine doing their own thing. And that one kid, if they're, if they're getting all the attention they're you know, they're taking up all the attention. And if they're not getting enough attention, that's when they start fucking throwing things and breaking things and hitting people and screaming. Mm. And, and it's like, it doesn't matter in what capacity everyone has to be focusing on them. Mm -hmm. And if they're getting attention for doing good, then they're getting attention for doing good. And if they're not getting attention for doing good, then they're fucking ruining everybody else's lives because it all has to be about them. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be about them. And at the end of the day, they don't fucking matter. Like, yeah. and it's, and that's what's so ironic is like that kid doesn't have any friends because they're an asshole. <laughs> you yeah. know, like nobody likes that kind of behavior, but yet they insist on behaving like that. And they don't, you know, the only other people that ever want to be around them are also the people that want to be assholes. So it's just what a miserable way of life for everyone involved, you know? Yeah. And I'm just so tired that our entire fucking country is just completely organized to baby those type of people. Oh my God. We can go on about that one. Just <laughs> cradle them. That's disgusting and stupid and so absolutely appalling. I don't even have words for it. I'm just so tired of it. You know, I'm just so, so tired of it all. Yeah. It's just, and that's kind of one of the things that, like, I feel like if I wanted to, like, say something to someone about the queer community, especially this time of year, is like, your queer, your queer friends are tired. They're tired. So like, you know, like give them some space. <laughs> like give, give them, you know, give them some credit. They're tired. Mm-hmm. On top of dealing with their own trauma and dealing with the holidays and being sad and being, you know, like having all this, you know, being accosted all the time by Hallmark movies and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're also fighting for their lives still. Mm-hmm. They're also doing all the things like give us some credit. We're tired. Make us some stuffing. Yeah, stuff us. Give us some <laughs> stuffing. Please. Stuff us stuffing. Stuff us stocking. Make some stuffing. Stuff us stocking. <laughs> stuff our asses. Like we're. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Just need stuffing. It. Stuffing is the theme for the season this year. Stuffing. Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> for just for just one stuffing a day, you could for just one dollar a day. You too could stuff a gay. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. <laughs> In the ass of a queer. <laughs> we got to relieve stress somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, you know, we're all pent up. God, it's just... What's, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, be nice. Be nice to your queers. They're going through a lot. Love your queers. Love your queers. 
That'd be queerest people. I, it's funny that we're talking to, we're, we're saying this like any straight person listens to this podcast. Actually, some straight people do. I know several that do. So, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, straight people, the ones that are listening. Just oh, they you, logged though. out. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, they stopped listening a long time ago. <laughs> they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Since you said stuffing. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this is the podcast. This is all we have for you. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. In fact, actually. Uh, so, you know, just forget. Don't forget. I mean, I mean, just forget. Forget this podcast. Forget this podcast. But don't forget. <laughs> don't forget that your your queers are tired and they need to be stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> with gravy. If you can't stuff them, <laughs> bring them stuffing. With gravy? Ew, that's so gross. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Well, I mean, gravy, yes, but not The fact gravy. that I just censored like myself. Gravy. Did you hear that? Yeah. No, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you would like to uh, listen to more of this bullshittery, we are, we are, we do a podcast. I mean, this is a podcast. I edit it down to a podcast, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, and it's on Apple Google, Spotify, Podbean. I haven't uploaded an episode in like weeks. I'm going to upload one later today. You I can uplo- also find it on my MySpace account and <laughs> AOL. <laughs> Messenger? <laughs> AOL Messenger. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow us on It's Our Turn Pod. Uh, we also have an email, it's our turn pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so follow us on the socials and Tell us what queer friends you're going to stop this year. I don't Please don't tell me that. <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> Actually, Let us know what kind of stuffing you like. <laughs> Is it the bread kind? Is it the other kind? We, we do take pictures. <laughs> we, we, we receive them. That's what, yeah. We, right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, with consent. <clears throat> with consent, of course. Yes, please. <laughs> 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 um, if you're single and looking to be stuffed, follow us at. <laughs> <laughs>